Welcome to the Scale Model Podcast. In this podcast, we aim to entertain, inform, and promote the hobby of scale model kit building with interviews, reviews, and news about the hobby. The podcast is available bi-weekly where your favorite podcasts are found, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher. You can also get it from our website at scalemodelpodcast.com, where you can find show notes, photo gallery, and so much more. You can also subscribe to get notifications on all our updates, new episodes, and video content. Please support the Scale Model Podcast on Patreon. Patreon supporters enjoy early access to content and exclusive contests. Your Patreon support helps us to offset hosting and other costs to bring the podcast to you. Welcome to episode 101 of the Scale Model Podcast. My name is Stuart Clark, and once again, it is great to be back with some regular uh, regular guests, shall we say, and a good friend of the show. We're going to start off with your friend and mine from the north shore of Lake Erie, Mr. Jeff Hayland. How are you? I'm fine, Stuart. More to the point, how are you doing? Because you have been I... deathly ill. I have been, de- well, not quite deathly ill. It's called a gallbladder. But of course, you know me, I have to have complications. So no, you basically- were sucking up. You were telling us you were deathly ill trying to get sympathy points or oh, something. Like well, that. I knew that wouldn't work. So what's the point, right? No, I Fair. was just gallbladder. I uh, On a Sunday night, Monday morning, I thought I was having an, another heart event, which is right around the time I had it last year. And by the time I got to ER, it moved down into the right. And then a bunch of tests later, they said, yeah, it's a gallbladder. It's got to come out. Um, which is normally a one-day thing, but because me, I have to be complicated. I had um, I had blood thinners I take for the heart event, so that needed four days to come out. So they they gave me a nice bed at my workplace where I work at the hospital, and uh, yeah, and then they uh, did the surgery and a couple of complications for so three more days before they let me out. So I'm on light duties, can't lift more than ten pounds for uh, eight weeks in total. But I'm alive. I'm here. Try not to yawn. I'm tired. But there well, we go. There's a, story, there's a story to that that we'll talk about a bit later. Uh, yeah, that I, karma. I have a theory as to why. Oh, you, oh, and I, I agree with the theory. You and I came up with that independently. Yeah. All right. Exactly. And from the west side of the Chicagoland area, home of Sci-Fi Builders Excellente and other things, we have Mr. Terry Measley. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. How are you tonight, sir? I'm doing pretty good. Doing okay. That's good. You've been a busy guy, I see, here, there, and everywhere. Uh, I've actually spent a little bit of time at the bench, a little bit of yeah. time uh, at the paint booth, so yeah. All right. And you're going to introduce our special uh, host tonight from the home of WKRP. That's right. Returning to the podcast is Mike Ward. Good evening, Mike. Uh, good evening. How's everybody? Thank you for uh, having me again. So Glad yeah. to have you if back. you'll remember was... Mike's... Oops, I'm sorry. Sorry. Go ahead, Jeff. I do apologize. I didn't say anything. Terry did. No, oh, sorry, I stepped Terry, on Mike. So I stepped on Mike. <laughs> and then I stepped on Terry. And uh, yeah. then Jeff and you stepped on us. So go ahead, Terry. Yeah, I was going to say, um, Mike is president of the Cincinnati chapter of IPMS, and their show is coming up in just a couple of weeks. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to be we're going to be talking about that and uh, you know doing some other stuff. But no, it's good to be back. I'm really happy to be back in the podcast chair and uh, try not to yawn too much. Like I said, with this. Uh, with this latest thing, it's, it is really, people have been following me on Facebook. I say small steps. It really is. You get a little bit stronger, a little bit less tired every day. So, you know, focusing on the bench a bit better, able to sit for long periods. So, yeah. But there we go. All right. Yeah. Let's get. 
It's too bad you have to work still, Stuart. Don't you think that's just too I bad? I know. I know. It's like, you know, unlike 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 some of these retired farts we know. What? Oh wait. Oh wait. Yeah. All right. Hey, hey Stuart for the for the for the moment, just a quick plug for you watching you on yeah. Facebook. It, it is great to see you back hitting the bench and I've really appreciated the work you've done and you know the painting you've put put out, you know, showing the you know progression through the paint booth and all. So it is yeah. Thank really you. great to have you back and it's inspiring to, to see you. Well, I'm hoping I can inspire other people yeah. too, because, you know, like I said, no matter how you feel, if you can get a five minutes, whether it's five minutes or five hours, it's always good if you can do sure. something and, yeah. you know, going from there. So nope, really enjoying it. So and besides, I have to keep up with my other two co-hosts here. They just keep <laughs> plugging it out, don't they? You know, oh, no kidding. I know. I tell you, no okay. Mercy, no mercy. No mercy. That's all right. We're going to be talking about that in a second. Um, mm -hmm. So first of all, uh, some of these notes I had from we were before we were supposed to go to air. And then, of course, life happened. Uh, so the modeling news a couple of weeks ago, they had a large group of photos from IPMS Nationals. Uh, Mr. Sam Dwyer posted these. Again, we have a link, but just uh, 2,800 models they had at Nats this year. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just absolutely wow. amazing. Um, and Sam won first place with his entry of Mung's 35th scale King Tiger. Um, so that was nice to see. We also, uh, you'll see a few pictures there with a few pictures of the usual suspects from the podcasting and modeling world. But quite a few there, just worth checking out when you get a few minutes. Uh, absolutely stunning builds as always from National. So definitely definitely worth worth checking out okay moving on so this is the one jeff's been waiting for i actually just the weekend you know the weekend of the event of my gallbladder event on sunday night i was uh doing my normal little wandering through some of the thrift stores and stuff like that and then i wandered into one i hadn't been into a while and i look and then there's wow what's this this is like 248 scale Lancasters from Tamiya at like dirt cheap prices. So, you know, my jaw hit the ground because they were like 14 bucks each. And then I turn around and then my jaw hit the ground again because there was just a huge, huge amount of other Tamiya kits and other like 148 World War II Warbirds, stuff like that. Just, just absolutely amazing. Um, and again, so my jaw hit my, my jaw hit the ground again. I'm actually going to throw up a picture up in our show notes so you can see what I faced. Uh, and this is just a small portion. A lot of World War II, 48, 70 second scale. And again, these were going for like eight or nine bucks a piece, like six, seven, eight bucks. So again, I went and grabbed a shopping cart and moved my butt and kind of, kind of, you know what? I was good. I actually didn't take them all. There were some I'd built already. Um, but then one of my colleagues, once I had a look, I, I was a nice guy and posted to our local club Facebook group. And I said, <laughs> by the way, guys, um, you know, there's these here. And one of our other members, Frank, he kind of zipped in. Now, he lives in St. Thomas, which is about 30, 40 minutes from where this was. But his workplace, the local college, is only 10 minutes away. So we're Jeff and I are kind of convinced he probably zipped in from the local college and 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 and, and picked up the rest. But just, yeah. You know, and so the funny part is, of course, you know, you know, as many people know, regular listeners of the show know, I always talk about, you know, those to me, a 48 scale Lancasters, beautiful kits, you know, but where the hell am I going to put them? Well, now I've got two in the stash. There you so, go. Yeah. Motivation. So then, 
then. And you know what? I found something that my wife was looking for. She collects vintage Barbies, and we had a went to an antique store later that day. We had a really good weekend. And then karma hit, right, Jeff? Yeah, well, that was what caused you. It elevated your heart rate. You you got so excited. Your yeah, gallbladder through you, Stuart. I'm cacking out on you now, and that was the end of that. Yeah. But I on know. top of that, you didn't even mention the 124 scale Mustang. I think you you picked up. Didn't you get that? No. Um, uh, Frank, you got you got Frank two got 124 scale ME109. Right, which I promptly sold one for a small profit, <laughs> so I recouped some of my things. I uh, hear I'll throw another picture up of the. Uh, again, I'm going to include this in the in the show notes as well, but I'll. I'll just throw it up on our notes because you guys. I don't know. Be to... I don't know go. if all of our listeners have this experience, but I got to say, hearing there's only one thing that's better than hearing a modeler find a secret stash, and that is finding it yourself first. Well, exactly. <laughs> but what was interesting is, so we were thinking, well, did someone die? Like what? And they were like bringing these out over the next couple of days, not to the near numbers, but well, someone else well, reached. What did you find out? So someone else reached out, another member reached out, and he happened to be dropping stuff off at this Goodwill, and then either in front or behind, and the guy was starting to, he hadn't gone to the Goodwill yet, but he was in the line, and he had a crap load of car kits. So our one of our other uh, regular regular uh, members on our page bought about 400 Johans and classic AMT kits from this guy. This guy was just getting rid of them. So yeah, we reckon it was the same guy. Yep. So, wow. You know. Um, but it, no, it worked out well. And like I said, we've, uh, I've sold one already. I'm probably going to sell a few more for, you know, to our club members and that for a good deal or possibly yep. some raffle things. So you can see what I had there in the cart. Um, and then what's interest, what's been really interesting. I've gone back a couple of times and picked up a couple of other good bargains. Sometimes this guy was putting two kits plus aftermarket in the box boxes. So for example, I've got this, uh, I picked up, um, I think it was an Academy. I think it was Academy. It was a one, either that or, or um, Hasegawa, a Wildcat, 172nd scale. Well, you open it up and there's actually two separate wild, complete Wildcat kits, plus decals in the box. Wow. Plus this one also had a resident, single resin interior set. And this was this was quite common, you know. Our other and guy was, was that one was eight bucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And like like the other guy who bought Frank who bought some of these, he was finding the same thing. Um yeah. or we or you'd find multiple sets of decals or or whatever. So, yeah, like I picked up a, a 148 scale to me a swordfish uh last weekend. Again, happened to be there. Um and it had two sets of the photo etch for the rigging. I don't know why there's two sets. So, I talked to another guy who was in our club. He'd picked up the day before. And he said, you know, I said, okay, because he said he bought a, got a bunch of photo etch sets. And I said, well, did it include the rigging? Because if it didn't, here, I'll give you one of the rigging. And if he has X, he said, no, I got this one came with two sets for the rigging and two sets for the float plane rigging. Like, uh, you know, so does that mean there was <laughs> okay. four, four more kits wow. somewhere? Like, who knows? Yeah, what, a, but what a deal. I know. So, so it was, it was very nice. And if you notice in that picture, um, which again will be in the show notes. There's yeah. the, the, there there there's the blue and pink item that my wife wanted for a collectible yeah. Barbie. So that worked out well because that means I could get in the house, you know. Yeah. So exactly. was a, I, again, I'm, I went and bought a lottery ticket too. No such luck there. No, it was a the gallbladder head. Uh, I'm just reveling at the basket. I mean, that's just I know. Classic. Isn't that, it, isn't that it's awesome? falling out. Yeah. And that was about <laughs> half of it. I didn't like. I said. 
quite a few of the because I, I don't really build as much 72nd scale now. So and like I know I left one of the 48 scale to me a mosquitoes. I think it's the one that was on the first picture on top of the land because I'd already built it. But they had another one which I hadn't got the fighter bomber version. So I picked that up. And yeah, just just just, you know, and again, that is the first time in 20 years I've seen, you know, the odd time you'll see a crappy old snap tight kit. But, you know, literally right place at the right time. Mm -hmm. um, so actually a few members have been able to get in and get the odd thing. But yeah, just, you know, and yeah. So like I say, it's it's kind of karma in two ways. Karma that I got the gallbladder. And now, of, of course, karma, Jeff gets to wind me up for, buy, for buying these Lancaster kits. Well, yeah. there's that. I, also, I'm assuming you're going to be putting the Lancaster kits and the... Uh, and a string bag uh, in your will coming to me. So. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, well, let me let me put it this way: if I make a decision about sales, you'll be the first to know. For the you, you have you have first refusal. I've already bought one from Frank, so I know. So there. Oh, did you? Which one did you buy from him? Oh, he he had two uh, civil Ju fifty twos. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah, I always right. wanted to do a Lufthansa version of the GU fifty two. So well, I'm doing yeah. a trade. I'm doing a trade with him. Uh, I've got that Merkiva tank from uh, Don's collection. Yeah, and I I really decided no, I'm not gonna. And I know Frank, he will make it beautiful. So I traded up for um, again. He got two of the Catalina Black Cats in one kit, and two of the Mitchells in one kit. Yeah. So I'm trading him. I'm trading him for those. He's going to keep the boxes. I, I don't mind the sprues. So, but yeah, yeah, yeah un, un, unbelievable. Like, you do just, a shout just, out for Frank because he started up a little Facebook thing called the Model yes. Logger. Yeah, we'll have to add that to the notes. See, that he's doing some stunning work. Frank is a is a top notch armor modeler, and the, the yeah. stuff he's been putting out lately is just astounding. And yeah. uh, it, He's been um, his work has been selected by a number of different Facebook modeling sites globally to basically be the the banner. So that's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, exactly. So we're really happy, and he's a good guy, great sense of humor. Yeah, um, very, you know, very I, and his family's awesome. His wife and his two kids even came to Heritage Con, and they had a ball. So and and, yeah. and we're, we're I'm sucking up to Frank because I want him to give me some of his planes too. So there we go. Oh, okay, all right. We'll, we'll we'll make sure we mention that too. Well, again, I still haven't decided what I'm going to do, but I'll 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 give you first first for first refusal, my friend. So, I stand, I, that has been recorded, Stuart. Don't yeah, worry. No, about that's it. okay. Frank gets for Frank. Frank always gets first refusal on armor, and you'll you'll have first refusal on planes. Thank you. So there you go. All right. We've taken up we've taken up too much of Mike's yeah, valuable time. He's falling asleep on us. I can see. Yeah, it. probably. I know. <laughs> okay. Uh, we do want to mention our very good friends at Above and Below Graphics, who are having yes. all sorts of insurance issue. They posted today. Uh, that the official date for the reopening is September 30th, when they're going to start taking new orders. I know from some of our fellow club members, they've been playing catch up on some of the custom orders. But for the general public, you'll be able to get your uh, particularly Canadian themed uh, decals for all your goodies from them starting September 30th. So I assume the insurance issues have been solved. We're really happy for them. They have been. Yeah, I've been back and forth with Andrew. Okay, good, 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 good to know. All right, let's move on to our latest hobby announcements. Uh, Royal Models. This is actually a month and a bit old, but again, they always have neat, neat things uh, for your diorama builders and some nice figures. So they've got an IDF tank crew from 1973, 135th scale. Looks really good. Various figures inside the tank. Uh, they've got uh, an Italian soldier from Tripoli. 
1941. Uh, some air compressor and accessories. You want to air compressor and spray gun. Yep. yep. And some yep. guys to go with it. And some paints. Yep. A German soldier who sleeps on the job. He's got his nice easy chair. And then we got for the people who like doing pinups, pinup German officer. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. We won't say much more than that. She almost uh, looks a bit like a bit of a vampire, though. She looks yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know exactly. No, she she looks like Tim Curry in a movie <laughs> from the seventies. Ah, okay, you we'll nailed go with it. That. We'll go with that. That's we'll it. go with that. All right, uh, sagged wheels from for a gas, your gas vehicle roof tiles, uh, one forty eighth for the diorama builders. Uh, as, as Terry said, soldiers painting. In 72nd, 48th, German field kitchen accessories, 135th, some modern gas pumps, all in resin. So all well, I guess well, modern is modern the modern era. The, from yeah, the, like, yeah. 70s. Early 70s. Yeah, sorry, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the old Texaco logo. Good point. All right. So next up is Border Models. Uh, they're, doing, they're doing wild and wacky things. Uh, they've got a new tank in a series in 135th. That's an easy and quick build. Uh, this is known as the Apo Soviet Apocalypse tank, something you might see in a game. Um, yeah. Yeah, this this is for a game system, but yeah, it's obviously. 35th scale, so it's pretty good size. Yeah. Snap, snap, snap together. Whoever did the model actually looks really good. I don't understand the logic between the, the, the tandem, you know, treads. They're going after ogre, yeah, like an ogre mark the, one. The, the, yeah, the ogre, the ogre, the old, old, old ogre board game. That's what it reminds me of too, Jeff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just it doesn't make a lot of sense to me from an engineering what? standpoint. What? 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 Well, Do you if think you blow thing, one, you still bloody... got three. Yeah, and you know what? This thing, this thing's got like bloody size at the front. Come on. <laughs> I know. Willing suspension of disbelief. That's what this is. Yeah, I love Twin it though. Guns, I gotta have one. MG turrets. Yeah. Vodka bottles in 135th scale are included. <laughs> Jetpack um, soldiers. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Makes 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 perfect sense to me. And you know what? As some of our fans say, you can sci-fi it up. Well, it already is. <laughs> well, you can sci-fi right more up. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea of an ogre, though. An ogre light. Yeah. Ogre one. You can ogre turn it into one. an ogre one easily enough. Yeah, you could. Yeah, that's true. They were pretty small. Yeah, so that's that's kind of cool from our friend as friends at Border. And then what do we got next? Oh, yeah, AMT, a lot of new car releases coming out. Uh, new so, old car release. Yeah, model roundup. Well, reissues, right? You know, Ford Pinto, of, yeah. I wouldn't yeah. call a Ford Pinto, uh, you know, a new release or a model. Well, it's a re-release. Well, it is vintage. Yeah. Yes, it is. It is vintage. Some George Paris stuff. Uh, the Richard Petty, the Plymouth Road Road Roadrunner. I know oh, the Roadrunner. That's classic. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Some good, some good classic, classic stuff here. Just remember, don't tap at the back end of the Pinto too much. I was going to say. <laughs> we got to say it. Look at all these Hot Wheels ones. You know. Yeah, the Hot Wheels, Wheels ones are awesome. Yeah. And some more from Hendrick Motorsports. Um. Uh, Salvino's models, they're doing a bunch of new stuff mm. with NASCAR and that, and they're really, again, from what I understand from the car guys, they're really pleased with them. They're kicking ass. They've really hit the scene hard. They, they have. They've they got so many releases, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I've well, got a couple of their kits. I have not broken into them yet, but I've known a few well, of uh, model club members that really, really enjoy them. That's what I'm. That's what I'm hearing too. Yeah, yeah some really yeah. cool stuff. So, yeah. you know, so again, we we try and cover all aspects. Sometimes we don't hear as much about the car stuff, but we do try. Okay, this one, this one kind of kind of caught my eye. Uh, Welsh models. They are coming out with the um, in one to one four fourth a Avro GAF Lincoln Mark 30 and the Mark 31 in Royal Australian Air Force livery. Uh, so that looks quite neat. I have yeah, a Welsh feeling... is Welsh is worth spending some time looking at yep. their, what they've got. Yeah, I have a feeling perhaps one of our club members, Mike, might. Uh... I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, that's him, Mike over written all over it. Yeah, that's got Mike written all over it. It's a nice looking yeah. kit. Yeah, well, and they that, do some the, nice stuff. Yeah, and the release before that was that uh, Spartan, that U.S. Coast Guard Spartan. That's right. Yeah, C27. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. Nice too. So, yep, that was that was very cool. Okay, moving on. Copper State models. Uh, how about this? Uh, not another Tzar tank. This was a mock-up. Um, but yeah, it looks like something you 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 would ride at the fair. <laughs> but look at it in one thirty-fifth. Look at it compared to some of the armored cars they have. In the yeah, picture. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen models of this before. I don't know if they're a 35th scale. It, I may yeah. have seen a 35th scale one. Yeah. But the wheel, what, spokes, the wheel spokes will be interesting. Now, our friends at On the Bench, I don't know if it was if it was Ian or Dave, they say must have one. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. And a few That's other. pretty cool. Yeah. And a few other, other of the usual suspects we know. They say TJ, TJ Holler says that, his name all over it. Um, yeah, there'll be a few people. I'm sure we'll get it. Again, as I, I said before, where the hell do you put it? You're going to need like a, you're going to have to lift one of your shelves if you put it in a bookcase. And yeah, how, be, how soon, how you, soon you before could, we see you it? Steam, you could steampunk this thing up like nobody's business. It's oh, just it's Fantastic piece. It essentially is diesel punk already. Yeah, yeah. I know. And, and you know what? How long till someone does a a, a metal kit for the uh, for the spokes? Oh, twenty five centimeter diameter, uh, one hundred and twenty <laughs> euros. So yeah, oh kind of cool. I know. Amazing I stuff. Know. All right, uh, the latest Tacom. They made a few tongues wag. They're releasing. Two one thirty fifth models of Apache, the longbow and the earlier, the D and the E, are going to mm. be on the way. So, those will be sharp. Those will be really sharp, and I'm sure a lot of modern armor builders have some yeah. ideas already. Uh, yeah, they'll do a nice job with those. Yeah, one's the D longbow, and the other one's the E. Yeah, I look so, forward to seeing those. Yeah. That should be pretty cool. Yeah, and Tacoms does some nice job on their helicopters. Mm -hmm. Uh, speaking of border, uh, 135th scale uh, crew for the U-boat section. We talked about this. It's like the little top section featuring the conning tower and the guns. Uh, you can get crew for it now. Resin, two different resin crews. So you need to be fighting at sea, at sea, or loading up the torpedoes, or both. You know, <laughs> loading the tor tor torpedo while firing the gun against aircraft or something. Uh, yeah, that looks really good. Is you know what that you know, and the whole kit looks nice. I like the concept they've done here. Kind of reminds me of what they did, what they what they've done for the Lancaster with just the nose section. 
you know, so yeah, that's going to be, I'm sure we'll see that at a few tables in the next, in the next little, little, little while. Again, all, 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 all resin, uh, looks like it's going to be about 43 bucks US, but again, for what you get, I think it looks, I think it looks, looks really good. All right. Now, oh yes, our good friends at Qatar, Qatar, the Spitfire. Kateri, the the Spitfire. Yes, it is coming out, Virginia. You can pre-order it. 109 US plus your shipping plus your tax. They've also posted a copy of the of the instruction sheet and the gallery. And again, it looks like it's going to be absolutely beautiful. Uh, so Mark One coming out from them, and of course, Airfix has their Mark Nine coming out in 124 scale so yeah i don't know oh, if, you, wow. if you notice <laughs> yeah. here that uh, all pre-orders placed through qatari models will receive an exclusive free daryl leg box art prints oh. framing yeah so that all for 109 good. bucks which sounds pretty aggressively priced to me yep darn nice we're I gonna see if we can get frame. we're gonna see if we can get richard richard on for an for an interview i mean i guess i'll get one that's a for a one thirty second. That's a deal. That really yeah. is. That's, that's a, a hell of a deal. And you're getting quality because again, these are the yeah. guys yep. behind Wingnut. Um, oh, she gets the box you, art. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, I again, same thing. I, I, I don't know if I'd ever build it, but just, just to have it to fondle the plastic. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh it's an instant collector's item at that yeah. point. Hundred and seventeen. That's an instant collector's item. Yeah. yeah. Thirty-five centimeters. Order two, so you can build one. There you go. Uh, optional de Havilland and Rotol propellers, optional TR9D or TR113 wireless controllers and aerials, optional mm. pilot seats with and without the, the Sutton K harness details, optional open and closed cockpit doors, canopy and hood. Yeah, 28, 28 page uh, fully illustrated instruction manuals and uh, three different schemes for it. Wow. So, yeah. Basically, if you're familiar with Wingnut Wings instructions, yeah, this is, this is it. Quality. This is it. Yeah, the instructions yeah. are gorgeous on their own. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. You know, and they and they show real world examples of pictures. Like, I'm on page 14 that talks about the canopy and the access door. You know, they actually show a picture of a detail from one there. So, yeah, I may that's, have to, I may have to order that. You may have to pull the trigger on that. I may have to because I'm not getting any kits from your collection. That's for sure. Well, <laughs> well, you know, let me put it this way: you're going to have to pay a bit more than the than uh you know what i got the lancaster for to get I, this one i'm just saying uh, i don't in, think richard's going to give it to you for 14 bucks no i don't think saying. so probably not probably not but yeah 14 dollars oh wouldn't that be <laughs> oh sorry man well you know what and that was each that wasn't for both just so you know if it makes you feel better <laughs> oh no it doesn't no it doesn't <laughs> okay uh tamia only released one new item in september but again they do some neat stuff and i like to you know cover all bases this is a ducati super legra v4 motorcycle in their 112 nice. motorcycle series and you know the tamia kits on their own are gorgeous but if you go to some aftermarket stuff and there is absolutely gorgeous uh you can get with this so they have like chain rollers fully detailed it comes with a stand solid rubber tires um you can choose between decals depicting the screen in street mode or race mode um yeah absolutely gorgeous we have we have talked about some of the aftermarket stuff for these large scale yeah motorcycles and car kits and 
you'll be able to really trick this thing out. Yeah. Not that you necessarily yeah. need to. To me, no. these motorcycles are really oh, nice. gorgeous. Yeah, and I've seen some at shows and that. So what does this thing have? Power supplies by a 998cc V4 engine hmm. uh, with a circuit exhaust gives 238 horsepower uh, and contributes an impressive 50 kilogram of downforce at 270 kilometers an hour. Only hmm. 500 were available for purchase. Wow. It's got like, yeah, you know, zero to stupid in no time. <laughs> I don't, I don't know yeah. if that's this is standard on race bikes like this, but it's got twin chains on the thing. Yeah, yeah. I noticed that. Yeah, I, 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 again, you wouldn't get me riding one for love nor money, but oh. I do, I do respect the the guys and the girls that do this. You know, like at the TT and the race courses and that crazy buggers, but just amazing what these things are are uh. capable of. Yeah, I have to honestly say I've only built one motorcycle model in my life. Yeah. But looking at this and just watching some of the motorcycle races on TV, it's like, yeah. oh, I think I might want to jump into this just to yeah, give it a it's, run. It's Absolutely. one of those things that, like, for example, yeah. if one had been there at the Goodwill, I definitely would have jumped on it. <laughs> um, or if I ever see one for a bit. Yeah, it's something I do want yeah. to try sometime. I won't go with all the old aftermarket, but yeah, most, I, I most would, definitely. I would I would definitely pick up something like this. Like, uh, like Mike, I've, I've only built one motorcycle in my life and it was the old bat cycle from Adam West and Bert. Oh Ward. yes. There you go. There you go. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. No, you know what? I, I, yeah. Cause my dad rode and my grandfather rode both of them in the police force. They both had bad accidents more my grandfather, but oh. so, yeah, I'm not allowed to, if I, you know, the odd time years ago, I would say to my wife, you know, I'm kind of, ponder about getting one and she gives you that look and says in that voice that you know you're not going to win that argument so yes. yeah and i have to agree but yeah they are they are gorgeous i enjoy i enjoy being a spectator so yeah that's going to be coming from tamia mm. also from Tamiya, i believe this was released last month uh the classic grand p grand prix also in 112 they're reissuing some of their big scale racing car series this is the uh, Tiro, the 1971 from the Monaco Grand Prix. And again, just these these 112 F1s are just gorgeous. You know, growing up, I saw these all the time at Boardwalk yeah. Hobby Shop. Mm -hmm. yeah. I never built one. Have, have any yeah. of you built one of these? These just I've look built, like amazing I built, pieces. I, yeah. I built one of the 120th. So I've got, the, uh, yeah. I've got a Ferrari and I've still got, no, I sold the other one, but I've got the Ferrari from the Montreal Grand Prix on um, okay. the 120th. And again, gorgeous kits. They, ah. just, they go to town. Yeah. Yeah. You won't be disappointed. Beautiful. Yeah. I got this one. Oh, there you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeff got Jeff's that one. Got his. Look at that. Yeah. The type 49B. <laughs> yeah. I saw that. And yeah. I remember when he, uh, he he did a deal for that. And I went, yeah, that has his name all over it. Oh, yeah. I, I just, I, I've been looking for like a classic, you know, cigar Lotus from the 19, mid 60s for years. And oh, another cool. a friend in the club uh, was, was printing out his collection. And I did some advertising for him. So it gave me a more than fair price on it. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I saw that when he was uh, first had it, and I went, yeah, that's got Jeff written all over it. So, <laughs> it's amazing what we know what our colleagues will like, eh? It's scary. It's scary when you've been around too many times. That's, uh, I know. Uh, okay, like I would like from those, our uh, Lancasters in the background there. Yeah, I know, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of didn't realize, but now I'm kind of glad I did. It's winding you up. Yeah, you <laughs> I should I should put them vertically, right? So you you know they'll even be more more obnoxious. Oh, right? oh, um, that would be cool. Or I could put up well, you know, or, or I could put the, uh, the the space station I got. 
Oh, don't even go there. Don't even yeah, go there. Don't even go there. All right. Uh, last but not least, from our friend Steve at Cult TV, man, uh, they've got, they, he posted about the chariot from Lost in Space. He's got the uh, box art for the chariot uh, in 135th, I believe. Mm. Going to be coming late 22 or 23. This is from the classic 135th. I apologize. Uh, from their subsidiary, Dolan Hall, the Hobby GA. This is from the classic Lost in Space series, and this looks really good. Uh, you can pre-order it now. If you pre-order it, you save a couple of bucks, $34.99 US. And again, I know a lot of people are looking forward to this. Uh, six inches long, three wide, four and a half inches tall, 90 parts. Um, yeah, this looks really good. I wonder, is this the, is this the same? Because wasn't this brought out by round two or, or somebody a few years ago? Is this the same thing repackaged? Is this um, a new tool? I think it's updated somehow. It's updated I, I, in a new tool. To find yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. It looks very similar. It looks nice. Well, I mean, yeah. It means they're matching. It means they're building it the correct way, right? You know, if it looks like it yeah. should. Um, but yeah, no. So that's so. So that's cool. And I love the box art. We're gonna be talking about box art a little bit late, late, late later on as well, because yeah. I found this link that's like a black hole. Okay, what's new? What's new from our good friends at Cult TV? Now, the link I sent you, gentlemen, also includes conversion sets. So what I normally do is I normally just click on full kits over the side at product type. And ooh, is, we're of, talking about uh, Scalemates, right? Not Cult TV. Yeah. Sorry, Scalemates. Now, yeah, the link. So we have a yeah. Ferrari Shark Nose 156 mm -hmm. from 1961 and 124th. TACOM has the Fire Scout drones. Uh, also FPP. How about this? A Ferrari 125S from 1947. Mm. That looks nice. Kind of ugly, really. <laughs> yeah, <you know. laughs> it's in its own way. It's a Ferrari. What do you expect? Ooh, Wave's got a VF-171 Nightmare Plus. Yeah. I noticed that. that, yeah. That looks neat. Another uh, Macross subject from Wave. Another Macross, yeah, exactly. Um, what else here? Warhammer, some releases, and M21. If we go down a bit, uh, what is this? Plan model painting tools, 112 scale. You can get an airbrush and a compressor for your 112 scale kits, figures. So yeah, you can make it. You, you know what? You, you, you couldn't ahead. possibly use a use an airbrush and compressor that was used on a 135th scale kit. You've got to. Oh, gotta I'm get sure a special come out with it. Give it. Give give it time. So, so in other words, you, 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 Jeff, you can 3D print a figure of yourself and then have an airbrush in the hand. Perfect. Just saying. Yeah. You know. Just want to, the last thing I want to do is reproduce myself. <laughs> well, that's, yeah, you know, most of us agree. <laughs> yeah, uh, most, what else most here? Agree. Most would agree. Yeah. yeah. I know some people, I know some people that might be interested in this. The Mung in 148, the F4G Phantom 2 in the mm -hmm. Wild Weasel scheme. Yeah. Uh, this is a rumor, but I think you got box art, so I think we're going to see it. Oh, no, it'll, we'll tool. see it. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure we'll see it. Yeah, that'll be, that'll be popular. Uh, the Italian Horizon Class Destroyer from TACOM, 1 350th. We got some missiles going down a bit. Yeah, all sorts of goodies. Tow tractors in 1 to 1 4th. So for you guys doing the jets or classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Anything else catch everyone's eyes? I think we talked about. Oh, I know. I think we talked about this on the sh on the uh, club night. We three uh, D Wild is 
producing some stuff for your 1350 skill carriers. So like the Nighthawk, the Stupor Stallion, the Osprey. Um, so yeah, some cool things there if you want to add some stuff up. Yeah, I think that's where we covered. Oh, and then this one's interesting. Airfix has released a new tool from their Quick Build series. This is designed to get the modelers involved. A Jaguar E-Type in 143rd scale. So for some people, you know, and I saw some pictures of a built-up one. This actually looks fairly attractive. Mm -hmm. So there we go. So that's what's happening there at Scalemates. You must you must um, doom scroll through this a lot faster than I do. I must. I did. Ahead. I did hit the filter for the full kits only. Sorry. Ah, okay. My apologies. I thought stuff. I had that link and I didn't. So anything else Four that catches anyone's interest, or, or 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 causes Jeff to whip out the the credit card? Huh. No, I'm not doing that now. You're not doing that. <laughs> I got now? a bullfight. Uh, more more companies getting on the uh, 3D printed decal type carrier yeah. bits. And yeah, I was curious about that. Kellick. Yeah, because Quintus was like the name, right? But yeah. uh, that it's Russian, isn't it? Yes, Ukrainian. It's the Ukrainian flag. Interesting. Definitely, definitely some cool stuff. Yeah, we actually have at our IPMS London Club meeting. Uh, coming up and we're recording this on Monday but on Wednesday one of our regular uh, heavy modelers Larry Watson is going to show us a demo of, of the Quintus D, D, decal sets so that's, they look great people are looking forward to that yeah yeah these look really good yeah they look they, they look really really like, like they're going to be a lot of fun so all right Mike have you ever played with any of those 3D decals yet um, I have not I have not tried them yet yeah, I hear. Yeah, good I've read good things them. about them, but I've not tried one yet. Yeah. No, oh, there is one thing I'd like to call out here. Some please aircraft crew figures. So it looks like it's a maybe for a Dauntless, a uh, from Legend. Oh yeah. Okay. There's yeah. a a pilot and gunner. Now they're they're not in flying because the pilot's got his. They're they're relaxed and the gunner seems to be checking his gun. Yeah. But at least they're in the cockpit. Yeah, oh, and, all, and all sorts of scales too. And also getting in. So yeah, there's. 48th, yeah. And, and, yeah, yeah, they and, look good. Yeah, they do some nice figures. I'd like to see more in-flight sort of posings. Yeah, you're not the only one to say that. A lot of people, you know, it's funny. If years ago, you bought an aircraft kit; it always came with a pilot. Um, yeah, now, with now the sunken so chest much. and his hands in his crotch. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, make it look like he's actually flying. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. Go ahead. I was just going to say on the pilot question, I had to go digging through all my old kits here at 172nd to try to find a tiny little pilot that I could sit inside my tiny little <laughs> BD5J. And then That's I had right. to try to paint him what looked like Roger Moore from Octopussy. <laughs> and Terry's absolutely right. Every single one of them had their hands in their crotch. Now, to yeah. some extent, that seems appropriate for James Bond, but. <laughs> um, <laughs> so and the air, the airfix rated. is kind of bucking that trend they're actually yeah. doing pilots with separate arms and you can get the pose right on it yeah but you know yeah. what i also I, found it interesting though is that a lot of kits it's really difficult they don't give you the option to build wheels up or wheels down most a lot of them now are just wheels down and i've heard some comments like if you want to build something wheels up you have to do a little bit of work on some of these newer and these are newer kits which, you know, but is, yeah. Again, Airfix, I think, 
Oh, is there it is. That He's got the oh picture. He's okay. I need a picture of that yeah, in your hand. There it is. Wow. For the show notes. Yeah, don't drop it. This is the smallest model it. I have ever built. It's a 172nd scale BD5J. That's I'll send awesome. you a picture. We'll put it in the show notes. Definitely. But literally, it fits, it fits well within the palm of my hand. hand. Yeah, it's tiny. <laughs> it's I love it. I love it. All righty. <laughs> that, is, that is actually quite, quite cool. Okay, we're going to take a brief break here and get an ad from uh, Steve at Cult TV Man. So here we go. And we're back talking about Cult TV Man's hobby shop and all the wonderful new things they always seem to have. Let's start with the Glow Vampirella has arrived. Uh, they're in stock, 1-8 scale from X, X Plus. They have also got the original one. Also just arrived, the Vinyl Cyclops. This is the... 12.5 inch vinyl kit from Star Ace. Uh, this is vinyl. This isn't the plastic kit, uh, but they have a very limited number. Looks really, really good. Also from the Star Wars series, The Bad Batch, they've got the 1 to 144 scale modern marauder. It's a snap together kit. It looks really, really good. They're going to be taking pre-orders for that. That's hopefully arriving late this year from round two. So some very cool things there. What else is uh, in stock? Uh, looks like uh, all sorts of uh, new things, as always. And they're also going to be at the Model Palooza, October 7th to 9th at the Wyndham Center in Kissimmee. Uh, that's in uh, Orlando in October. Lots of goodies there. And also, of course, ModelCon at Chattanooga in early January. Uh, let us not forget as well, you can still pre-order the C-Lab in 193rd scale from Doll and Hobby. So definitely a lot of cool stuff from our friends there. So make sure you check them out as always at uh, culttvman.com or culttvmanshop.com. Tell them the scale model podcast sent you. Okay, and we're back. All right, now we're now this is the time where we put Mike on the hot on the hot seat. We didn't tell him we're putting him on the hot seat, but he's just about to find out. So yes, Mike, you got uh, once again president of the Cincinnati Scale Modelers, and your show is coming up. It is, and I just want to firstly thank you and Terry and Jeff for having me again on the show mm -hmm. this year, and uh, I consider this uh, sponsorship for our show. So thank you so much, uh, letting us put the plug in. Yeah, so yeah, so to. yeah, yeah. So uh, second year in a row, we're back to the Tri-State Wordbird Museum in Batavia, Ohio, uh, mm -hmm. Saturday, October twenty-second, uh, nine to four. Uh, we'll have be having our show. So it's a Great venue. You know, last year it was the first time we went to the museum and we had a great turnout. We had, mm -hmm. uh, I think, roughly, uh, you know, last year we had 48 vendors, I think 50 entrants and close to 350 models on display. And, uh, you know, it was a really good show. We had some challenges with weather. It was a little rainy. Yep. Uh, so parking was a challenge. We couldn't use the uh, museum's grass uh, field. So we had to work through that. But we, we adjust, you know, so this year we've uh, made some adjustments. We've got the parking, I think, worked out. We've got a couple of local businesses willing to let us use their lot if the weather's, mm -hmm. you know, uh, not cooperative. And uh, the show seems to be growing. You know, we Surprisingly, we've got about 54 
vendor tables right now sold. Wow. And uh, we've got the uh, same sponsorship as last year, and we've added one. Uh, mm-hmm. Ravel sponsoring us again, so we've got uh, another nice uh, set of kits on you know on the way from them. But we also picked up ICM as a show sponsor. Nice, here, nice. Which really, you know, that that means a lot. You know, Cincinnati being the sister city, you know, uh, in the Ukraine, and um, really just supporting with everything they've been through. We really want to give back to that to that company. So they've given us a couple really really nice kits. They've got. Uh, the G7 107 U.S. cargo truck from World War II, 135th mm-hmm. scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've given us that with a paint set, so we'll put that in our super raffle. As well as the uh, 148 kit. This is a nice dual kit. It's the OV-10A and uh, the OV-10D Plus uh, Bronco. So that's going to be a really, really nice, uh, uh, again, you know, something to offer in our super raffle uh, yeah. for the show. So really excited. And we've got a really unique... Uh, uh, extra um, trophy, I guess, this year. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, how do I describe that. this? We've yeah, we yeah we have all the the category trophies, best of categories. We've got uh, uh, then we we've been you know continually trying to promote our, our show sponsorship and get the word out about our club, but also partner with local businesses and Mission Barbecue out of Mason, Ohio, has really stepped up, giving us what's called the Boss Hog Trophy. And uh, this is great because the Boss Hawk Trophy really reflects, uh, it's two things. It reflects the culture and history of Cincinnati as one of the pork producing capitals, you know, where pork Mm -hmm. omelets. But even more important, uh, it really supports, uh, for Mission Barbecue, supporting our veterans and first responders. It's really a unique trophy that uh, it's awarded to the single model, which really best depicts heroism in the service to our country. That's so whether awesome. it's uh, yeah, whether it's a Huey Evac or even Vietnam, maybe a model of a fire truck on 9/11, or even a plane flown by a, or even a bust of a, a Medal of Honor recipient. So you know the category is wide open. You know we've got some uh, criteria on the website, but I'm really excited for that. It just really yeah. stepped it up uh, from a show perspective. So yeah, a lot of exciting things. We also learned a lot from our show last year. We're we're moving our vendors. Uh, to the second hangar, which is a little more, mm-hmm. more open, whereas very, very crowded last year. And then our show display is actually be in the first hangar where awesome. they've got a little bit more aircraft. But, you know, we're just trying to work through it to make it really a, a great experience for all the people coming in as well as the vendors. So, yeah. Well, we, we, we heard a lot of great, great comments about it. And again, it is nice about having having it in a museum. Like mm-hmm. we have our heritage gone here and it, it definitely adds something. Um, and it's definitely, yeah, it's absolutely awesome. I also see you're doing electronic registration. Uh, we are year. trying to keep it simple. Yes. Yeah, that, that has worked out that. really, yeah, that's worked out really, really well. So yeah, for vendors, I, mm-hmm. sorry, I was going to say, yeah, cause yeah. I've heard IPMS USA, um, you know, they had, uh, our friends at, uh, our friends in Australia had the president of IPMS USA on, and they're really trying to look at trying to make it simpler for the clubs and that for registration judging in that so i'll be really curious to see how that goes because it's it's something i think chapters worldwide and us uh if we get a show in next year you know can can definitely look at so mm-hmm. yeah 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 we keep trying to leverage it the uh, technology just to keep it simple for both the oh yeah vendors the entrants and contestants as well as our club just keeping track of it so well and yeah, it the, makes the, life easier you've only got so many volunteers so many times so much time exactly 
yeah. definitely makes things easier for the judges and the runners when they have to read and and uh, interpret writing on some cards <laughs> yeah. sometimes. Yeah. It's well, not always easy. Yeah. You yeah, know, like, you know, and you got things I want to do if we have a show next. Like you said, you've got a form that someone can fill out online and print out, mm, you know, a yeah. PDF fillable form, one for people don't want to do that. So, yeah, trying to make it as, as, as simple as possible. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing, seeing this Boss Hog Award. I think that's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's exciting. So, yeah. So Stuart, thank you again. Really appreciate your help and sponsorship, uh, getting the word out. So, well, like you. I said, all, you know, we love, yeah. we love hearing about shows and that, and, you know, we're certainly happy, happy to do that. And then you've also got a, we should also tell people there's also a reserve block at rooms at the holiday Inn. There are. Uh, yes. And yeah. that's that, that window is closing rapidly. So, well, you know, you, you know, the if, end of if, September. <laughs> well, you, you just have to be careful because, you know, if the guys from if the guys from Plastic Model Mojo, you know, based on based on the antics I heard, you know, in their suite at Nationals, you know, you might have to have some word words with the local constabulary about yeah. you know giving them a break there you know exactly yeah. definitely definitely i heard i heard i heard mike and dave they had the cops show up at yeah. one point yeah gotta bring was, us some modeling juice right yeah bring us, <laughs> you'll definitely bring you some modeling fluid although if he offers if he offers the peanut butter bourbon i i politely declined i yeah. hear i i hear i hear that was pretty evil i heard mm. more of a dessert bourbon or something yeah so Oof. quite 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 funny do either of you uh, my other two co-hosts have any questions or comments or I'm just curious to hear how uh, how the electronic uh, is it electronic only, Mike, or is it uh, preferred? Well, we, it's it's more of a preferred. I mean, we we yeah. will take paper applicant or paper registration the day of the show. We're trying to put this out in front of everybody wanting to you know be a contestant in the show just to make it easy. You know, as Terry mentioned earlier, you know, you can type it up; it's legible for the judges. So they print it off, they bring it in. It's very similar to, you know, you kind of just get it done ahead of time. You bring it in, get your entries, you get your five, you know, whatever the sheet is for that particular model. You describe it. We can read it because it's, you know, printed versus trying to read chicken scratch. And it just makes it much more efficient for everything. You know, when they check in, boom, you just, you know, here, you've already paid online. We know the registration, you know, your, your number coming in. We know how many entries you've got. We just validate it at the registration table. Off you go. You know, it just yeah. makes it a much easier yeah. and you process are, for everybody. Yeah. And you are allowing walk-ins on the day. I know a lot of. Absolutely. I know a yes. lot of shows, they're still kind of trying to gauge sizes in that. So a lot mm -hmm. of them have gone to a, you know, please yeah. register in advance. And you know what? The registration fee is very reasonable. You've yeah. got, uh, you may enter uh, up to a maximum of three models for five bucks plus the museum admission fee of 10 bucks. Mm -hmm. So 15 or for an extra five bucks, you spend 25, 20 bucks and that gives you unlimited models and yeah. admissions. Yeah. So yeah. And of yeah, course we, the juniors are free. Yeah. Yeah. We really try to keep it reasonable. You know, yeah. I know we're probably sliding ourselves there. You know, maybe we could make a little mm -hmm. more, but we really want to keep it open for the contestants and, you know, keeps yeah. it it keeps an attraction, you know, they, yeah. it's affordable. Come on in. You know, we're yeah. happy well, to have you. Absolutely. And based on what we saw at HeritageCon yeah. this year, we had a lot of people that were under, under 18. Mm -hmm. uh, there yeah. was a wide range. That's one thing we all kind of commented on when we were there and they were all building different things. I also remember I went by a four or five guys like in their teenagers and one had a ship, one had sci-fi, one had plane, one had armor. Like it's all, you know, mm. yeah, it was, it was good. So yeah, no, well, we look yeah. forward to hearing that. And sorry, just confirm yeah. the date again. Yeah. It's Saturday, October 22nd, 
show yeah. hours are nine to four. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you'll have yeah. to let us know. Send us some pictures. Yeah. When does, uh, yeah. And hopefully the, uh, Terry will be down for the show. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm planning on it. Good stuff. So, um, our, 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 our man there, our man when on the does, road. Um, when, when is the cutoff for, uh, for judging? Uh, the cutoff for you judging, we, as far as uh, I'm, I'm yeah, when to... when does the uh, when do entries? End? Oh, when do the, I'm sorry, noon. Yeah, noon. Okay, yeah, yeah. So That's... you know, entries have to be in by noon. After that, we start judging. Yes. How right. long's the drive, Terry? You reckon from your place? From I count on six hours. All right. So hey, a block of rooms. So that way you're there nice and early. <laughs> coffee, <laughs> relax at the museum. You know. Yeah. Yeah, Terry, just call me. We'll put you up at the house there if you go. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll probably stay with my parents. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, are, are they down there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, awesome. Good yeah, I grew up down Cincinnati. Yeah. Oh, so oh, there you go, Cincinnati yeah. boy. All right. You drop by, drop by the U.S. Air Force Museum on your way. <laughs> yeah. A little out of the way, but I'm sure there's not a couple skylines not yeah. too far yeah. away. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tara and I go way back. We're old high school buddies. So, That's yeah. right. That's right. I remember yeah. that now. Yeah. yeah. So all sorts of mischief. I'm still waiting for that list of uh, of old pictures of Terry in his high school uh, days. You haven't seen. He must nope. have bribed you well. You must That's have classified. You well. Yeah. That's <laughs> back in the early '80s, there, we weren't taking as many pictures as now. It's not like it is I these know. days. Yeah. I know. We, Thank God. Thank goodness. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> Thanks, Jeff, for that. Yes. I, I can only believe it would be on the internet by now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel I feel sad for the kids these days. Okay. So we're going to move on. Um, I found this article um, in the online extra from Fine Scale Modeler. And I know we're hoping to have one or two of these uh, nostalgia uh, company presidents on the next couple of weeks. But I found this our, our article and it's it's so true. Like you look at how nostalgia is making a comeback and, you know, we're, we're, we're you know, we're talking about, you know, Atlantis round two, um, you know, Steve, uh, you oh. know, just, yeah, cult TV, man. Snoopy. Like, all, these, all these companies. Yeah, Snoopy. Like, and these things are selling. Sometimes it's the classic molds, classic air quotes there, you know, classic <laughs> sometimes being needing a lot of work, but these things are selling like you don't believe. And it's a nostalgia thing. Um, and yeah, this article is actually quite, quite good. They do talk uh, a bit um, from round two from Jamie, from Jamie Hood yeah, um, and a few of the other, other main makers. And they say, yeah, they're just, you know, they're just going, going, uh, going strong and it's not just the old guys they're hoping that nostalgia work to get a younger demographic and keep and keep the hobby vibrant vibrant and yeah i'm looking at some of these classic kits and it's great so i'm just i'm just curious to hear everyone's opinion on uh nostalgia in the hobby um i will start with mike no i think it's great bringing these back you know just seeing some of these kits just you know you grew up with some of it and just you know being able to get a hold of it again. I, I love it. I think it's fantastic. Yeah. Terry? Yeah, it's it's nice to see some of these back, like the Snoopies and these Atlantis ones we haven't seen forever. I'm generally not a big nostalgia modeler, but that doesn't mean, that just means that I'm not. Right. Um, and like I say, all these things are, they are kind of fun to see again. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jeff, how about you? Are you are you're into nostalgia, right? Based on some well, in your stash? Yeah, well, exactly. That's just because I'm cheap and I bought cheap kits. But uh, yeah, well, you know. um, 
but for me, I mean, I think nostalgia is an interesting word because it, it's a different thing for every generation, right? I mean, what's mm-hmm. the, what, what, what was a kit that I built when I was a kid is different from a one that Terry built or Mike built or you built because mm-hmm. we were of different different times. But um, the kit, the, those kits, the key element of them was that their buildability. They were easy to build. They were fast, and you could blow them up, you know, or you could run them around or play with them <laughs> or do whatever. Blow them up. I love it. And that hasn't changed. I mean, that no. is still a driver for kids today too. So the point being that if you want to, if you want to start somebody young in the hobby, you could pick one of these things and have some fun with it. And yeah. it, it, it's not like a Tamiya kit where you you start to really you don't want to start building a, in the hobby working with a kit that's highly complicated. So yeah. I, I'm a big fan, and and I I frankly uh, I'm not sure how many of these old kits that I have from that I built when I was a kid that I'm actually going to build again, yeah. but I just love looking at them. And I, oh, yeah. it's almost like a time machine. I, I get, you get transported back and you really yeah. remember. It. Yeah. Hunchback stands it. out. Yeah. Yeah. I some remember. of the old monster were monster kits. I oh, remember seeing yes. those in the hobby shop shelves, never into them, but you know, we have a few I guys built, in the club. I, yeah. I built the guillotine one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was banned in the U S and lots of parts of the U S but in Canada, it sold like hotcakes. We were big on that stuff. That's because our French Canadian roots, right? Exactly. <laughs> and they were all. Well, we still have a guy in our club. He's looking for the classic creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, uh, there are kids that can't find it. There are. Uh, I think that's that's on the that's on the list. Yeah, hopefully, because then then he'll be able. He's been looking for that for a while. So. Um, yeah. Also, all of those old concept cars from the sixties yeah. and seventies. Oh. Those kids. Yeah, they're yeah. still wild. They look oh, like yeah. Hot Wheels. And we're seeing a lot of them, you know, again, coming back out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, no, no, kudos to uh, Kendra Bell at Fine Scale Modelers for, uh, for, for writing about that. Okay, and now we're going to move on to someone who's, who is, I'm sure he likes, he likes nostalgia, but the stuff he does does not. And that's our good friend, uh, Sean, at Sean's Custom Model Tools. So here we go. Now we're going to talk a bit about Sean's Custom Model Tools, one of our other sponsors of the Scale Model Podcast. Some very cool things, both 3D printed and the Goodman Super Sanding Blocks. Let's start with the Microset and Microsoul Decal Set Bottle Stand. This is uh, purposely designed for the Microscale Set and Soul. Uh, most modelers over the years, they've tipped these bottles over. So uh, this is a very handy thing. At fourteen ninety-five, you can uh, put them both together. They're printed in blue and red for easy identification. Comes with a black base, and they actually have little magnets on it, so it helps keeps them in place. Definitely a good deal. I use mine all the time, and I can well recommend them. Let's talk a bit about those Goodman Model Super Sanding Blocks, namely the Value Pack Combo for $28.99. You get the 80 grit, 180 grit, 220, 320, 400, and 600. Uh, Just an amazing set, Uh, just what you need. And you can also, uh, if you want, you can also get a sanding, super sanding block stand for it which also uh, really makes life a little bit easier, helps helps things keep it organized. The other thing too is they have, they have the awesome model tape dispenser for uh, your various tapes. It's basically a 3D printed thing. You put spools of your tapes, it's got a little razor blade to help uh, cut it and it's uh, 
really really good design uh, so yeah works out really well and yours for $19.95 so check out these and other amazing deals at seanscustommodeltools.com and uh, also on Facebook and tell them that the scale model podcast sent you okay we're back all right what's on the bench uh, let's take it in order so I am been working on my 172nd scale tomahawk or if you're from the uh, Battletech progression, the Warhammer, it's progressing. Uh, got the base coat on. Uh, did some primer, got the base coat. Again, it's been one of those things during my uh, recovery, uh, small steps. Um, so, for example, the base coat I did over two nights. I did the, I did the main, uh, the main uh, body one night, and then I got tired, and I did the, uh, the guns and some of the extra bits the second night. Um, and then I got the, uh, the base coat on and then I broke out my Sotar, Badger Sotar 2020 airbrush that specializes in really fine work. And I'm actually pleased. I haven't done decent freehand camouflage in like two years. Last time I think I did someone, I did a tank a while back. Um, and I was, I was pleased. I'm going to have to do a little bit of touching up, but did that. Um, one thing I had forgotten about that, yes, my, my, my little compressor after about 20 minutes, you have to give it a break. Um, which is right around the time I finished uh, painting and I was about to clean the airbrush. So I'm glad it cooled off quickly. So I was able to give it a good clean because that, 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 that little sotar, you don't want, it's so fine. You don't want paint drying it, etc. But nope, did, did my Tamiya with my usual uh, model leveling thinner, unicorn tears, turn <clears> down the, uh, turn down the pressure a bit and it just beautiful stuff. I've also been working a little bit on the Arma Hobbies, the 172nd scale hurricane. Uh, in the tropical scheme, um, been working well. I find it's a bit challenging. I don't know if you found this, Jeff, with with the Mustang, but the where the seat and the wall behind the seat, there really isn't. You kind of have to put it in. You kind of have to guess, and then make sure it's secure. And then you're test fitting the opposite fuselage to make sure it fits correctly. So that has been the main challenge of that kit so far. Um, did you find the same thing, or was it a bit easier on the Mustang? I did not have that same problem. I okay. basically built the entire cockpit tub, and the key was you had to make sure that the whole tub would fit between the two sides. But it, yeah. I had no problem, no problem yeah. doing it. it yeah, this beautiful. didn't have a self-contained tub. It had the two sides, you know, with 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 the steel bars, and then you had the instrument panel and the seat and the back thing, and you kind of yeah. had to put it all together. But again, absolutely gorgeous kit. Um, going well now that i've got you know some new items in the stash i'm gonna have to figure out what's going to be next or do i go back to the shelf of doom we'll see jeff yeah well you, you good segue um i know i, I have been so. working i had been working on the uh, arma hobbies 172 P P51 ab uh, mustang uh great kit that's the this is the musaru cup entry and i'm Anybody who listens to the show knows that I don't build for competition. I'm terrified of criticism. <laughs> no. It looks good. It looks great. I just, I just know that um, no matter how good I will ever do something, uh, there will be others who can exceed it. And I'm, oh. I I worship them, and I'm impressed by their capabilities. So but with this one, it's interesting because I've never built for competition. Well, not since I was 16 anyway. Um uh, this has been an interesting experience because I have found that it's, it has forced me to kick my skill set up a notch. I really am trying harder than I would normally try. And like normally I try to do the best I can, but this is a little bit extra because I'm carrying you guys. 
<laughs> you know, it's not just my embarrassment. It's the entire scale model podcast. We we have complete faith in you. We keep telling you that. Like I noticed, yeah, Will, we, Will 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 Patterson started looking at his, and and frankly, it's crap. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm going to pay for that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to pay for that. You're going to pay for that. Um, you know, the the biggest issue that I had was I I I, I had an approach to it. I was going to. Um, put the, the the aircraft specific decals on later like because uh, yeah. I thought that they'd be cleaner they would be hand painted um, for the the, man, the the pilot's wife and uh, and the Polish emblem and then I went, wound up losing all, all those decals somewhere on my desk and I couldn't find them I finally found the special one for the pilot's personal insignia but I couldn't find the Polish ensigns for love nor money but I was able to scrounge up the set from another club member who didn't want to do that, um, didn't want to do that particular scheme from the kit. So I'll wind up getting those and be able to finish it. But right now it's sitting there. I'm waiting. I, I've waited three weeks for the oil paint, the oil weathering to dry. Then I'm going to coat it and then start doing some um, uh, pigments and a little bit of stuff like that, playing around with it. I don't want to get it too messy, but at the same time, I do want it to look used. And I've got a lot of great reference pictures. So that's been kind of fun. So anyway, I was I was stuck in the middle of that, waiting for something to do, and I wanted something easier, simple. So segue to building this little guy. <laughs> that's great. BD five and BD five J. When I was seventeen years old, I used to I, I was uh, in, in high school. I had an after school job at a gas station that allowed me to pay for making my car run and making my car run me to the airport so I could take flying lessons. And uh, the one thing I really wanted at the time was to get this BD-5 plane kit. It was a kit at the time. Turns out it was a bit of a, I won't say it was a scam, but it, it, uh, it was not a safe plane. And it never really, not too many of them were ever built. So it's just as well I didn't spend my money on it. But, <laughs> but it's the smallest, this, this BD-5J is the smallest jet ever built, according to, at least it was until maybe recently. But uh it, uh, it it featured in the opening sequence of Octopussy, the James Bond movie with Roger Moore, where he flew it through a uh, through a hangar sideways, and yeah. uh, not not uh, CGI, real 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 stuff. So I thought I'd just do that for fun, and it's small. It's like five pieces. It took me five minutes to assemble it. Um, two hours to prime and paint and sand and everything. Pretty normal, yeah. There you go. As always, yeah. Anyway, so that's been fun. And then the more recent one is uh, I got hooked because of that P-51. I, I forgot how much I like Mustang. So I, I dug through the stash and I found I had this old thing. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> it's, it's a Hobbycraft 132nd scale P-51A recon, photo recon version. And I picked it up uh, to an auction from a guy who had uh, he'd started it by separating the flaps and the ailerons and various pieces. And a couple of parts were missing, not too many. Uh, but it's not a hard kit, and it, it just—it's um, not a not a beautiful kit. So I didn't feel guilty about messing around with it too much, and I'm kind of pleased with the way it's coming. I also didn't want to go nuts by buying all kinds of aftermarket, but I just did the interior with the classic um, wine bottle, lead foil seat belts, and that kind of stuff. So kind of fun. Well, that's, that's good. Well, you know what? Part of the thing I got from the stash, Jeff, was uh... oh. Oh, uh, you're sick. Oh, no, no, saying, nice. if, you're if you're interested, and once the has to go, one of the same one. Because I've got a third. Uh, I bought a, I got one before at Rothdale's years ago. And yeah, they had those. So maybe uh, one of these will have to wing your way down to you. 
You're killing me, Stuart. You just, you just, we'll end up on your doorstep one day. You know, it'll end up on your doorstep. You know, powered by deer delivery or something. Well, you know. Terry's been here, uh, and so it's you got to get here someday. I got to get here. We're we're we're, we're going to try and make it up before the weather hits. Yeah, definitely. This is nice Maybe down here. Fall in yeah, exactly. We'll see what we'll see what we'll see what mis mischief we can get up to. Because you know, your oh. wife and my wife can talk knitting, and we can talk modeling. Because <laughs> you, know, so. you know, you 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 do know the yarn shows coming up again. In oh, yeah, so, I, no, it? but that but that's also means the inaugural meeting of the of the fiber spouse modeling club. <laughs> the second yeah. annual. Second annual because we've discovered it between some of the guys in my our club. A lot of them knit, and I'm, I'm sure I could. Uh, I, I should try and do something with that if I had more time. <laughs> I think it, I think I, you need to focus on just getting better. So that I know that's the thing. Because yeah, the running joke was the running joke was the same day as the uh, the air the air cadet con. It's a very small show just up the road, and unfortunately, it's the same day. So I kept running this by my wife. Well, you know, we're all going to drop you ladies off, and we're going to go off to the model show. And again, I was I was greeted with a look. You know, and that wasn't a good luck. So, you know, oh well. We'll see. Apparently someone has to carry the bags. I reminded her that, you know, I can't do more than ten pounds. And she said, That's okay, I have a trolley. There you go. So she's she's you know, it's nice that she's thinking about me. You know, yeah. So you just uh, keep showing no. her that picture. You keep showing her that picture of that uh, goodwill checkout. I got her uh, I got her that trolley. I got her that awesome Barbie that day and then she got some weight weight stuff later. So, you know. There you go. There you go. All right, Terry, you've been a busy guy too. Yeah, I've, oh, yeah. I've spent a little bit of time back uh, at the bench and at the uh, at the um, the paint booth, working on this uh, Halberd models. I was, I, I don't know if I'm going to get this done by the Cincinnati show, but there's a chance. Awesome. There's a chance this could there show you up. Go. This oh, looks so nice. I look so cool. Yeah, it really does. That's really it cool. Really nice. I have to. Does it have a big spinner that fills that opening there, uh, Terry? So there's there's the prop. That's oh, probably yeah. the yeah. big blades. Yep. Yeah. Wow. The blades. Sure. Yeah, that's looking nice. I love it with the wingtip tanks. Oh, the are they fuel tanks? Just, yes. Are they tip tanks are actually fuel. Yeah. They are fuel tanks. Oh, yep. I love it. So yeah, it almost cool. looks like it looks like a cross between a Mustang and uh, and a P eighty shooting star. Yeah, start to look like a shooting, shooting star. star comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Well, get the drop the tanks on the wings. Yeah. Or the the Fury, the um, yes, North American yeah. built the Fury and kind of used mostly Mustang parts for that yeah. wing plan and everything. It looks but, great. yeah, it'll be gorgeous. They'll be painted awesome. white, so I have to be really careful with the finish. Oh, that's always fun. Yeah, always a challenge. White and yellows. Yeah, mm. yeah very I think, nice. I think the decision. I think the decision's been made for you, Stuart. Your next kit has to be a, some form of a Mustang, because honestly, well, like, I know. Harry and I have done it. Well, yeah, I've got I've got three forty-eight scale now. I've got the one. I've got the. It's over on the stash. I've got the Tamiya with the blue nose. I think it's the fifteen. Oh, Air look Force. at that! So that's that what looks great. Spinner looks like on it. Yeah, yeah. I like it. Looks good. I love it. So yeah, this will be this will this is a fun one. This is really fun, and I um, I noted that Halberd Models has a, a float plane conversion for the P thirty eight. There you go. Mm. And they're doing a conversion for uh, the P fifty one A. I'm not a sure. P thirty eight float plane just sounds P thirty eight float plane. Yep. 
<laughs> just well, you know, what? What? it's 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 funny you said that. I was at Brofdale's and I was looking through their aftermarket and from the stash, and they did have a set of floats conversion set for a seventy-second scale Spitfire. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I did, yeah. I did, wow. I did pick up that because I've never done a Spitfire float plane. Um, so I thought, I, I I thought, what the heck? I have a set of uh, vac form um, Urco floats in numerous sizes. Mm. Yeah, it's just they're just different sizes. They're exact same floats, whether they're on a DC three or a or, or a a, um, a stagger wing. You know, that's hmm. the exact same thing. It's like, whether oh. it's the size of a oh. war canoe or a kayak, you know. <laughs> and you um, know, it's funny. Just, just I was having a I was having a quick peek through these box these Mustang boxes, and again, the guy who had this, he was weird. He actually had he'd actually clipped box art so this is a one's a hasagawa one's a tamiya he actually clipped box art but he's got two sets of instructions for the ravel monogram like but it's not <laughs> the ravel monogram but i do i am gonna say here jeff he's got a nice set of arrow masters he's got like there's like three decal sheets four in here so there's oh. duplicates there's duplicates from the yeah so he's got the ravel monogram decals which one looks a bit cracked, but the rest, the other one looks fine. He's got the one that came with the kit, the actual kit, the Hasegawa. And then he's got a nice set of Aeromaster decals, including Mustang Forever Part 2, Short Fuse Valley, you know. That's a P51D, right? Yes. Yeah. Because so, this, this kit I'm building, it, does, yeah. it has no decals. No. Well, I know. Uh, you might be. I would look at. Mm. Was that an A? I would yeah, look at a. masks. It's an A. Yeah, I would look a. at masks, okay. Montex or some of those. And I, you know what, Terry? You're right. I, I have thought that this might be my opportunity to experiment with masks. Yeah, it's a great idea. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, what else is on my? Let, let's, what else on my bench? Real quick. I am making progress on that Dorwings P43. Mm-hmm. So that's in the paint booth, um, and the Zentradi ships are. Dull coated. I finally finished doing the lining work on that, and they're dull coated. I'll have to see how well the dull coat worked. It may take one more coat. Cool. And and and, and you're recommending Sandman on Netflix? <laughs> Absolutely. You should watch Sandman. Oh, yeah. she, loves she loves it. Now, so, before yeah. you jump the mic, I'm going to say one of the things Terry mentioned. I I I made another attempt uh, to start another kit, and it was this one. Oh, nice. Ooh. No. Not nice. This is a Mearcraft model. Beechcraft Staggerwing, 172nd scale. It is, without a doubt, the worst mold I've ever seen. (laughs) It it cannot, it it is, you know, it is so close to unbuildable that I am. Hilarious. Sounds sounds like a challenge. Just melting it and throwing it in a fire somewhere. I saw it. Well, as a master modeler, you should be able to conquer that. A few weeks. That's exactly the stuff. That's in <laughs> Are you not modelers? <laughs> Are we not? It's, it's a wee challenge. <laughs> I might as well carve a new one out of balsa with it. Oh man! We'll expect to see that in the next episode. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Hey, let's find out what Mike's been building. That was yeah. 
Uh, shoot. Hey, thanks. Yeah, well, I'm still plugging away on the 132nd F-18. Yeah, some backstory to that with the family history and friendship. Trying to finish it from a brother-in-law. Hopefully, December, I can still get it done. I did come up with a new paint line, though, I'm trying. Uh, MCW Paints. They're out of northern Ohio. Uh, you got enamels and lacquers. The lacquers, they, they spray great. You mix a 50-50 with Mr. Color uh, Leveler. And they just go down really well, really, really nice. You can, you know, literally mask them within, you know, 30 seconds to a minute. You can just, like, tape over and go. It's crazy oh, wow. how, how fast they, they just set in. So, you know, really hot, but uh, nice paints, uh, PPG. Uh, and then, you know, back to Terry's uh, world, you know, I just subscribed to Netflix after all these years it's been out. And I watched Lost in Space because I couldn't find it anywhere yeah. else. And I loved oh, yeah. it, uh, but I'm definitely going to check out the Sandman. So, thank you, Terry. Yeah. Turn well, down the I, lights and yeah. just watch. I will have to say we're, we've been watching um, the new Lord of the Rings series on Prime, and well recommend that too if you haven't started watching it yet. Nice. So, yeah. Very. I haven't good. watched. It. Sorry. I was going to say, I haven't watched any series, but I finally got around to watching Dune the other day. Mm. Oh, what the, what, the brand new one? The new one? Yeah, yeah. Danny Villeneuve. Uh, Isn't that great? Fantastic. I need to watch uh, that again. Yeah, It's worth it. I will watch it again. Yeah, so, so many good things. My, wife, my wife's been enjoying the new Game of Thrones. She's into that. I'm not, but she likes the new Game of Thrones, too. It's not bad. <laughs> so there you go. All righty. So now up to some, speaking of exciting things in black holes, things we've seen. So Andy, and I hope I get the name right, Yankus, he was a huge guy in the business way back when, um, and he passed away last year. So uh, he was a project manager at Aurora Model Kits way, way back. Mm. So he, he passed away last September 11th. Um, so for many years, he worked with Aurora Plastics. He was one of two project managers there. He came up with the monster scenes idea. Um, the idea was presented in scenes, huge collector, um, very knowledgeable about the kid industry and history, stuff like that. So some of his, his family now is starting to auction off his stuff. Um, and it looks like, unfortunately, the auction, because the auction happened last weekend, looks like it's no longer there from the link, which is sad. But some of the stuff there is just, yeah. He had an amazing collection. I'm going to have to see if I can find a, a cash for this to try and uh, see if they'll bring it back. But this guy had like a lot of the obscure Japanese stuff, the European mm. stuff, you know. So I did post a couple of links. And if you click on the his model box top collection. So he had a huge amount of different things on Flickr. So this is just one of his Flickr things. Just Just have a look through there and that'll bring back some memories for you. Yeah, it's pretty There's neat. Thunderbirds mm. and some of the obscure Japanese knockoffs and you There's know a lot there that I'd, lot there I'd never I'd never seen before. Yeah. I'm just gonna see if I can find a cash copy of this. Um, hopefully, but we'll see. But yeah, just some you know, some of the Thunderbirds stuff and <laughs> the one oh four Firebird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Let me see if I can find a cache of this here. Well, while you're looking for the cache, I can talk about our second item. Which yeah, is, go ahead. Uh, I, uh, I, I joined a, a, 
as 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 listeners will remember, um, and Stuart constantly reminds me, I bought a Wingnut Wings Felix stove uh, <laughs> kit about a year and a half ago, and um, uh, foolishly, and I have not yet started it because it intimidates the hell out of me. But it's a beautiful, beautiful kit, easily the best one I've ever seen. And um, so I got a couple of books. I've been building up reference material on it, and I joined this Felix Stowe Build Group uh, on Facebook just to sort of see what other people are doing. And there was one fellow there, and I'm gonna—I I forgot his name right now. So it's, it's, it, I've lost it, but we'll put it in the in the notes. Um, really excellent modeler, and he had this long sort of stream that he, as he built his model. Anyway, as it was finishing it up, uh, he said they're gonna. He's been approached by a publisher, and they're gonna put it into a book, an ebook form. So I went to this publisher. It's KLP Publishing of Australia, and they only sell ebooks, and they're reasonably priced, uh, like fifteen bucks for a four hundred page ebook, hmm. full color, beautifully done, written by modelers for modelers, really, really, really well done stuff. And so I bought one, or I bought one um, just to sort of see what it was like uh, about a month ago, uh, and it was fantastic. And I cannot recommend these things enough. There are there are a number of different versions. There's building um, one was building a one twelfth scale racing Spitfire uh, that, out of metal, all out of metal, and that was one that I bought because it was that's a whole series of skills that I have no idea about, and I thought that would be interesting. Really well done. I mean, you're kind of really tempted to start playing around with a metal and tamping and stuff. <laughs> but, but the two that I bought uh, yesterday were the Felix Stowe one and one on building a 132nd scale CF-104 Starfighter. Mm. And fantastic. Uh, they're both excellent. They're all done by, by top-notch modelers. Most of them are um, guys that started showing doing a stream online in one of the Facebook groups and then it was they had enough pictures that they could then turn it into one of these ebooks. Awesome. Uh, highly recommend it. 15 bucks it's even less for you Mike because it was Australian <laughs> dollars underwater compared to the US dollar yeah. so uh, I, I I actually would probably wind up buying almost all of them just for the sheer joy of it. <laughs> so highly recommend it. Highly recommend. Yeah, that's it. good. Cool. Alrighty, Terry. Yeah, um, we had a uh, a new group pop up on Facebook. I mentioned the kind of these specialty groups last episode, and uh, this one's on with the new large scales at twelve scale Firebird, mm. uh, the the old Trans Am Firebird, the classic nineteen seventies. Mm, yeah, uh, and it's and the guy is um, also going to be offering some three D printed resin bits to make it the yon screen bandit and people are trying to get him to also do it as kit so we'll see what what comes of that because um, that is a classic movie the other yeah, classic they, movie from 77 wow yeah Good. so check it out it is uh it's it's not an open group you have to ask to become part of it which is just fine mm-hmm. um the other one is also on Facebook. Uh, at Cincinnati show last year, I picked up uh, the big, um, I think one eighth scale Chris Craft runabout uh, from the early, the vintage eighties kits, which apparently was when they were really, really good, uh, both the wood and the metal. Uh, so Vince Hoffman has started it, and he is, as of this week, he was uh, laying down the first 
coat of um, a fiberglass on the hull. So he'll get it'll get I think two coats of fiberglass, and then he's probably going to start adding the electronics to it. Wow! And it's gorgeous. So I encourage everyone if you're on Facebook, and even if not, I think it's a public group. We can view it to have a look uh, and and see this side of the the hobby. Yeah. So Vince does really figures. Good. Vince does ships. He does wood ships, RC stuff. He a couple of um, was it last year or two years ago? He he found someone who was selling off their their stuff, and it was a uh, it was like a four foot long uh, Fletcher class destroyer from World War Two. <laughs> and he restored that thing, and he's had that out. He's out been sailing that puppy out there. Um, so. And there's a video of that online somewhere. I need to get him to make uh, folders for those too, for the videos of him. Yeah, RC sailboats and all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, it's awesome. He talks about using, uh, he found some scrap African mahogany for the cabin floors. It'll be a nice contrast with the Honduras mahogany used. <laughs> That's Vinny. <laughs> yep. Yep. No, looks, look, look, looks awesome. That's going to be nice. But yeah, all sorts of, all sorts of cool things like, yeah, like I've been having fun going through the model box top collection. Um, as I mentioned, we'll have the link and there's a couple of hundred here and you just go through and some of them you went, I remember seeing that. And like some are obvious knockoffs, um, but just some very cool stuff like Limbar, a Limburg, uh, 1958 multi-stage transport rocket by Paul. Lindsay. Oh, I know. I love you know, that. You see some of these old Japanese series that we never got here and you know some of the old shogun warriors i remember when monogram came out with those and then the obvious knockoffs like the uh just below that one the r1 r2 r3 and r4 you notice you don't see the word star wars in there anyway space convoy <laughs> yeah and amazing. it's yeah some of the characters look, look strangely Man, familiar <laughs> strangely familiar i'm just saying um but yeah I had one other shout out I wanted to throw out. Yeah, please. Um, I've been a long time subscriber to Fine, Fine Scale Modeler. And frankly, I mean, over time, there's a lot of articles that repeat and I, I don't really need to read them or anything, but I, I've never stopped subscribing because A, I think they it's good to support a, a good production, good good publications. Mm -hmm. And B, I always find something interesting in them that I wasn't, wasn't expecting. Um, this year they've, uh, They've downed the size of pub, uh, paper published editions and replaced them with uh, electronics. So there's uh, maybe, I think, six electronic issues each year now, uh, or four to six anyway. I just got the fourth one, uh, and I figured it's about time to make some kind of a comment on the quality of what they have done. Mm -hmm. And and I think they've done an excellent job. It's it, the, the electronic editions uh, satisfy my need to put my fingers on the screen and expand the pictures. Like I, mm. I can't do that with a paper book. I, and I, I've tried that so many times now that I've got used to it. Doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work. Doesn't work. But no, they're, they're, the stuff that they've been putting in the electronic editions is top quality stuff. It's definitely worth the pile. I was, I was skeptical at the beginning whether I was going to enjoy this because I do like, uh, I do like the reading a hard copy, you know, just before mm -hmm. bed, that kind of thing. But no, I gotta tell you, I uh, I'm a, I'm sold. I think it's pretty good. Awesome. Well, it's, it's good to know that they're transitioning, and they have to. 
you know, magazines yep. everywhere. It's it's a similar issue with a lot of cases. But, you know, the Europeans are producing some good stuff, the Japanese. So it's nice to see uh, Fine Scale Modeler, you know, trying well, to do something and doing that and doing that transition. And what they've done in a couple of these episodes or episode, a couple of these issues, they've uh, added at the end of the Fine Scale Modeler Electronic Edition a copy of the Damaged magazine. I don't know if you've ever mm -hmm. seen Damaged. Mm -hmm. That's a fantastic yeah. magazine. Love that yeah. magazine. A great magazine. I have trouble finding it here in in Canada, but uh, it's now it's been a, like the whole magazine is attached electronically to the back of this fine scale thing. So you're getting two magazines for wow, the crew. That's, that's it's awesome. Fantastic. A good it's tip. Great. Sure. They keep doing that. That's fantastic. Cool. All right. Well, we're just about done here. Does anyone else have any other last comments? No? Mm. I hear crickets. Uh, Stuart, uh, I was going to say, Stuart, it's Mike. Just, again, wanted to thank you for having me as a guest uh, tonight and uh, supporting Cincinnati Scale Modelers and our oh. show coming up. We're so all happy. We look, for, look forward to yeah. seeing some pictures and who's going to win the Hog Award. I'm, I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking for, you know what I kind of think of? Uh, Les Nesswins, you know, the Buckeye News Hawk Award, or what was the, <laughs> he had the Hog Award too, doesn't he? For the Hog so, hog reporting. So, you know. yeah. It was, uh, I'm I sure there was something there, but the barbecue. The Silver Sow. It was the Silver Sow, wasn't it? Silver Sow Award, thank you. That's yeah. what, what is it was. <laughs> As yeah. God is my witness, I thought turkeys could fly. Could fly. I know. Yeah. I know. <laughs> <laughs> with more news and less Nesman. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna let we're gonna get people head to our last word. Uh, we're also sponsored by Brett and Chrissy over at Return to Kit Form. Oh, and I should mention um, we release this to the Patreon supporters today. But on the Monday after we release this, Terry and Mister Anthony Goodman, you guys did a review video. Why don't you give us a quick little? That's right. Quick, let me a quick little plug for the latest. Yeah, it's about Hobbit a half hour video. Uh, yeah, we both. Awesome. We've both both got um, we both got the oh nice F two hundred three dragon from Moscato Hobbies. Um, we'll see if, if enough people get back. I know he tried to get a second run of these and didn't get enough people. So have a look at what um, Anthony and I uh, show you in the video, and uh, what we think is is well worth the money. And John Moscato is a legend mm -hmm. in. Uh, the Macross mostly and, and related like Dogram and such uh, fields for making limited run resin kits. Uh, his casting work on this one, mold work is very good. So uh, awesome. it's hand done. It's not 3d printed. You know, you're supporting mm. an artist. Yeah. And it was a great, it was a great, great video. You, you, you two did. Ah, uh, thanks. We have fun together. Yep. No, no, it was good. Yeah, I could tell you guys were enjoying yourself. I did a little bit of editing at the beginning and end, and uh, no, it worked out really, really well. So we've made that available to the patrons by the time you hear this. The patrons would have had it for a week, and then usually uh, we release the podcast Sunday night, so on the Monday it will be a release, and we'll have a link to it and all that. So, But anyway, uh, yeah, so return to kit form. They're your non-US-based uh, non-North American based source for your Moscato hobby stuff. Um, so if there is a reissue, it will probably come from them. And also as well, there are wonderful Macross stuff, all sorts of goodies there. Um, so yeah, definitely check them out at returntokitform.com. Uh, so, and also for more modeling podcast goodness, you can check out some of the other 
podcasts at modelpodcast.com. Uh, thanks to all the other podcasters for some nice emails they sent me. Uh, looking forward to us getting back on the air. I'm really pleased we're back. As always, check us out on Facebook. Uh, YouTube will have the video. We will release the link for that. And, of course, our very own website at scalemodelpodcast.com. So for episode 101 of the Scale Model Podcast, my name is Stuart Clark. My name is Jeff Highland. Michael Hi. Ward, Cincinnati Scale Modelers. Thank you. <laughs> I'm Terry Measley reminding you to reminding you to check out those thrift shops. Yeah, <laughs> that's Excellent. Great. Thank you and be well. <laughs>